Welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we dive into our relationship with our life's challenges, successes, and evolution. We recognize that we're all just people on a spinning rock hurling through space with the intention of simply becoming better. Today, I'm sitting here again with Mr. Dave Blake. I am here with you. For another episode of Generation Gap. I'm super excited. That sounds so genuine. I love being here, Nick. Thank you for allowing me to do this with you. Mr. Robot today, huh? Yeah. So there was a couple ideas in regards to what we wanted to talk about for this podcast. Yeah, it seems like when it comes down to this, I have a subject, you trump me because this is your deal, and then you have another idea. Or I bring something up and you say we already talked about that, but I think your idea for today is super appropriate. Right now, I'm just trying to make sure that we have kind of a flow of podcasts. We don't just get on here and use it as a platform to have conversation that we normally wouldn't, which it's fine if that's what it is. But I think to have a flow and to continue to grow this thing in the right direction, we got to continue to leverage the structure and talk about particular things, keep it a little bit more concise so people can really capture more from it. I agree with you. It'd be... It's more interesting for somebody that's listening to it, taking their time and spending their time to listen to it. It's so, super valuable. It is. Everyone that's taking their time to listen, super appreciated. I can't thank people enough. It's pretty cool that we're, you know, at thousands of listens. I mean, we're talking about hours and hours of people's lives that people have dedicated to listening. So we're getting really excited about some of the things that we have coming, whether it's, you know, the branding or actually developing the, you know, the upcoming website. And uh, the coaching services that are actually coming to fruition, all the things that are coming together are going to be really, really awesome. So looking forward to getting everyone involved that really enjoys the show. Yeah, I think you can say things like that just to really, you know, put it out there and kind of spotlight it. But the organic feeling behind the structure that's taking place with Elevated and like our alignment with it and how close we are with understanding what we're doing and how it hits on the things that are important to us um, is really cool. Like it just feels like the work that we've put in and what history is, has, has shown us that that works and puts us in this direction of what we're building here as a, as an organization is just, it's exciting. It's truly exciting. And I can't wait to talk more about what we're doing in 2023. And you said it's early. It's too early now. We don't do it today, but we're going to talk about it and we're going to be hopefully supporting a lot of people and helping a lot of people and, you know, and giving ourselves a, a great way to grow, learn, and just be better humans. Yeah. I really look forward to, I know it sounds cliche to say helping people, but the reality is I feel like my life has revolved around a certain amount of core values and learning what those are and what they really mean over the last obviously 20 now 28 years of my life now i'm nearing 30 i would argue that i have enough life experience that i can attest to what works and what doesn't a little bit more than most and recognizing other people's mistakes a little bit more to to use that to my advantage and create a better outcome for myself and i'd love to help other people 
make some positive changes within their life and not not create a guideline or a, a book, but help people understand that, you know, the changes that they want to see and a lot of the resentments that they have for other things that they believe are outside of their control really start with themselves and accountability. Yeah. And, you know, 28 years, if there's a, there's a tremendous amount of success in that time and, uh, you know, wisdom has begun to develop and things that identified things that work, things that don't, um, you know, for me with, with my age, I know that it's been almost 50 years of the same thing, right? Uh, I think I made more mistakes than you by your age, but I mean, who's keeping score? Um, it just, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by you. And there is a great opportunity with connecting people to truly identify that we're works and we're work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Um, I do know some things that work for me. That's all that I can share, but I love the opportunity when it comes to thinking about what this looks like in the future to connect with other people and learn from them. I do. I'm pretty intentionally started a a few years ago of uh, taking the advice of what professionals do to succeed. And that's forming good relationships with individuals in my life as mentors and knowing that my place in that in that relationship is to is to learn and to listen with a sense of curiosity because i can sometimes be an expert self-proclaimed and that's not that's not realistic in a lot of different scenarios so as far as looking forward with some of the things that we have it's great to it's great to be a student and also you know hopefully provide something that has some value for other individuals. Absolutely. I mean, one of the one of the only certainties in life is change and if you're not learning throughout that process of change, then you're not changing with the times. So um I, I can relate that to so many different topics, but I know that my energy will be best spent continuing to expand my knowledge and share my knowledge with others. And, you know, that's kind of an extension of what you're saying. Yeah. And there's so many things going, there's so many things going on in the world right now. And, um, just, you know, socially where people are, there's a need for connection. You know, I was looking at, you know, a friend of mine had sent me some statistics just about, just about men and how many deep intimate friendships that they have. And it's, you know, on average, it's reduced over the last decade. And I think there's a lot of women that naturally connect, talk about their emotions, talk about the things that are challenged, they're challenged with. Um, and there's just a natural, there's just a nat- natural organic course of those types of, of relationships. I look for that, you know, with friends because everything we consume impacts us. And there's only so much time and we can only do so much and connect with so many people that I find myself looking for that, that same in other people, especially when it comes to guy friends, right? Like a sense of awareness, sense of, um, vulnerability and transparency and a willingness to learn and to, uh, you know, to, to have, to have a bit of faith in something that's greater than themselves. So there's certain characteristics I think that are extremely valuable in humans. And from a guy perspective, 
I don't think it's as prevalent prevalent as it is in women. And even you and I sitting here, our relationship is unique. We talk about this generational difference between us and father and son. Um, you know, it's just only one of the <laughs> one of the ways to describe us. You know, we have a great friendship, I and mean, we learn from each other on a regular basis. And uh, I think one of the things that bring us together is that ability to be vulnerable and understand that we don't know the answers to everything and that we have emotions that can't quite always explain where they come from, but just a, a willingness to, to, to know that we don't have to be perfect, but, but we can, we can open up and, and share, and share those be. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, emotional at- intelligence is one thing that comes to mind when you're bringing up that topic and it's just, it's, it's a constant evolution of changing, learning, paying attention to how you respond to something. I, I don't think people often pay enough attention to the lack of empathy that they have or, or the, the response that they have in, in certain situations um, and how they just, how they talk and portray themselves to one another. And yeah, I, I think, a lot of what you're talking about is is the evolution of friendships that takes place, like going from having your friends from high school and those kind of fit a certain characteristic as opposed to when you're in your 20s. Th- those relationships will have another characteristic and they kind of start to evolve and they fit better or worse based off of what their uh, direction looks like. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just natural pro- uh, progression. Yeah. And you bring up EQ, right? Like how many people how many people do we run into on a daily basis that may not pay attention to those things or do pay attention i mean eq is a term that we hear right what is it what does that really mean and you know eq is it's broken into four areas you know um self awareness self management uh empathy and then relationships and like you're talking about relation how you how you manage your relationships, how you serve your relationships. There's so much there with the, in those four areas. I find myself always adjusting. And as humans, that's what we do is we, we may be more effective in some of those areas at different times in our life than others. And it's always shifting and always changing. So there's always an opportunity to improve it. Right. No, no two situations are going to be the same, even, even the same experience or the same situation experienced 10 years apart is no longer the same situation because you're, you're not in it. So you're constantly changing your emotional intelligence with every situation that you put yourself in. And that's part of the reason people talk about pushing your comfort zone, exceeding your comfort zone is to actually evolve. It's like Tony Robbins didn't figure out how to stand in front of, you know, 10,000 people and, and, and feel good about himself and, confident in the delivery of his message overnight he didn't just decide he was going to do that 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 was that was a long path to to get there now i would argue that he has something that we all don't <laughs> yeah he's pretty special but to your point he developed that ability that skill set through practice right exactly one thing that i wanted to talk about today cuz i i really think it relates well to where we're at in terms of uh time of year you know, the holidays are right around the corner. We feel like every time this this uh, time of year rolls around, we 
have to just spend money like crazy. Sudden pressure. Yeah, pressure to buy people gifts and and go out of our way to kind of put ourselves in slightly uncomfortable situations. And I would argue that this year is a really good opportunity to break that cycle because we don't really know what's coming in terms of the economy. We're technically in a recession, I believe you said. Yeah. I mean, based off of some of the information I've consumed, that seems to be true. And what could follow, could follow, hopefully it doesn't, is that of possibly a depression, which hopefully that is not the case. But that being said, there are things that people can do that from what I've seen, a lot of people aren't doing to kind of break that cycle and set themselves up for success following through that. Um, One thing that I've tried to incorporate in my life more so as of recently is just living a little bit smaller and looking at, you know, every not every situation or every purchase, but thinking about things a little bit different. And it might sound silly, but even today while I was sitting uh, sitting in the office, I didn't have a second coffee today. I usually drink a cup of coffee when I leave for work and then I'll go buy a Red Bull or walk across the street and maybe grab a cup of coffee some days of the week. And I'm thinking about getting up and walking across the street to go grab a cup of coffee for eight dollars after you tip and i'm thinking well that's not a lot of money and i could totally afford it but do i need it no what i actually need is that water that's been sitting next to me all day so i'm just gonna drink that because i know that's the next best thing for me it's so funny you said that i was at starbucks today and i left really yeah and i was actually gonna walk in not go through the drive-thru but i got back in my truck because the first thing that came to mind is 10 bucks i like this fancy this fancy drink that seems like a perfect West Coast, Pacific Northwest Seattle drink because I never would have been able to create something this complicated, but Erica turned me on to it and it's like 10 bucks. I'm thinking I can go just make a drip coffee back at work. And it would have the the same result. Yeah. And it's just, it's those little things, right? It's, it's interesting when you don't, it seems like when you don't have enough money, right, to just provide yourself with the basic resources for some folks in those positions, the pressure to spend more and do more seems overwhelming. Yeah. And then when you do have the resource, there's a tremendous amount of pride in not falling into the cycle of spending unnecessary money. I mean, there's no need for it. So whether it, whether we've even in this time, we feel the pressure of recession makes us, gives us an opportunity to start thinking differently about spending money. It's just a great practice in general. Well, what's waste and what's really necessary. What happens is things just become normal. Like we normalize practices and incorporate them as, you know, day-to-day practices that just are essentially wasteful in the grand scheme of things. I mean, coffee is the number one example and, I drink probably three cups a day on average, which I'm, it's hit or miss. I, I'm up and down, like one, two, three, it really depends on the day. But um, anyways, the reason I bring that up is because it's just such an easy thing to point to and say, is that really necessary? I can guarantee you it's not. I guarantee you coffee is part of the reason that you're dehydrated and don't feel nearly as well as you could. If you were to cut that out altogether and fill that with three more bottles of water, 
one, it would probably be free because we live in a country where we have access to clean water, which is phenomenal. And it would improve your overall health. Um, you, you'd feel better in the gym. You'd feel better throughout the day. You'd wake up easier. I mean, there's, there's so many benefits and we make it such, such a secondhand practice, something that's not a priority. And it's just, it's really important to incorporate just small changes like that. Um, if we drank as much water as we should, we wouldn't have room for coffee. That's, that's what I've recognized. That's what 75 hard taught me is I didn't have room to drink coffee because I was drinking a gallon of water a day. Um, but I mean, living smaller even translates in, into like one thing that I just changed as of recently that I saw as a good opportunity was it's really interesting. I subscribed to a t-shirt company that sends me the, these three really nice t-shirts every three months. And it's $44 for those three t-shirts every three months. And it might sound silly, but it, it's one automating like my practice of what I think looks good, what is comfortable, what fits me well, what I really enjoy in terms of what I wear. But it's also super simple. And now I don't really have to think about that portion of my life as much or prioritize going out and spending a lot of money at the mall when I decided that all my clothes are no longer up to snuff and, you know, spending three, four, five hundred dollars. I know that at the end of the year, what's that, $160? It's mm-hmm. definitely not wasted. Yeah. Um, but that's just one small thing that I was fortunate enough to be able to make the decision to do, but it makes perfect sense for me. I mean, do you have any other examples like that that yeah. you can think of? I think of the amount of subscriptions. I mean, subscription, we're in the, we live in the world of subscription based membership, and it's really easy for us to share those with other people, right? Like, a trade-off, you know, some one person may have Spotify. So Erica had a Spotify account. I had a Spotify account. I had this whole family plan. It was, you know, it saved us. There's no reason not to save. Like it's right. not even a matter of being cheap. And it's, it's just like, small changes Why not too. save it? Like, you know, why give, why give it, why give it away unnecessarily? I mean, a lot of companies offer flex spending. Flex spending is a benefit that saves you. It's pre-tax money. So if you dedicate so much money towards things that qualify as medical expenses, you basically save all the tax on those things that you're on those things that you're buying. I mean, those are just some things. I think that something might be nice to think about around this time of the year is we're being pressured or there's pressure out there to buy and for us to purchase things to give people and this expectation that you need to do that to show how much you love so so much you care. I mean, I would, I say all the time, like I really don't need anything and it's not just because I want to turn away the offer that somebody wants to do something nice. It's just truly, I've come to a place where there's not a lot of things that I, I mean, I don't need anything. Um, I mean, other than water and food, but and it's not true that I don't need anything. What I what I need is I need connection with people. I mean, I'd much rather someone say to me, hey, for this holiday season, they wrote me a nice little note and just said, I want to spend one, you know, one week, one weekend on a day trip. Let's go hiking, right? Very low cost and something because the time is invaluable to spend with people. I, I think that that's one of the greatest gifts I had said to 
I had said to, uh, you know, Megan years ago, if you're going to do something like just find something that we can do together and she'll buy tickets to things. And I think those events are great and they're fun. I mean, it's just a really, it's a great way to connect, connect in the car ride on the way, connect during the event. It doesn't even matter what the event is. It doesn't even have to be an event, but there's so many ways to show somebody that you care about them and provide support that just, it doesn't happen in a gift card. Yeah. That are really nice. And yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't. We we tend to translate spending money as 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 value valuable, but it, it's really the time is being spent on making more money to to compensate for the time you probably could have just ended up spending with someone. I I know that's not entirely true if you work a typical job, but the reality is it it doesn't necessarily translate to actual true meaning or quality. I. I would argue that most people have more than enough. If you have, you know, a good cell phone or a computer to use at home, like the the minimalistic lifestyle is becoming more and more understandable from my perspective because it means you don't have your mind consumed in just acquiring more stuff. Like the stuff is never making me happy. I can think of plenty of situations over the course of this year where I was like, oh, this was a stressful week. I'm just going to go blow a few hundred bucks on this thing that I thought I wanted for a while. And then I realize I'm not using it. I'm like, wow, that was a real waste. Perfect example being the Nintendo Switch that I got. <laughs> like that was that was one of the stupidest decisions I've made this year. And I still regret it so much. <laughs> I actually got to post it for sale because I used it probably 10 times total. Well, the interesting thing about <laughs> that's funny. The interesting thing about making a decision not to spend a lot of money on someone around the holidays is like um, the people that matter don't mind and the people that mind don't matter yeah. ultimately, right? If there's somebody that really has a problem with not being gifted, it's, you know, where where's their, where's their character in that situation? I think it's a wonderful thing how people – bake something for someone you know, like when someone i have a different look at that now if someone gives me they go out of they go out of their way to bake to a bunch spend of cookies time doing that yeah spend time creating that and then they gift it to you it's like how nice is that that's right. so much nicer than me going out and getting them a ten dollar starbucks gift certificate ultimately it's like it's you know it is a cliche but it's the thought that matters in my in my mind it's just someone if someone said that they prayed for me and they were thinking about me randomly that matters to me. That's 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 worth more than anything else that somebody could do for me. Roxana is a great example of that. She'll just leave random just appreciation cards or notes out of nowhere just to say, I appreciate you. I see the effort that you put in. Like me as a human, me as a man – the greatest gift in a relationship is someone saying, I see how hard you work and how care, how much you care about other people. I value you. I mean, that just like, that feels so much better than someone's telling someone tell me it's like, Hey, your hair looks really nice. Or stems back to what you're talking about earlier, where a lot of people just don't actually speak their emotions or speak how they actually feel. They're too consumed in what other people are going to think based off of what, what you say. Oh, it's so shocking sometimes when I tell people that I love them. Right. I don't think much of it. I'm like, Hey, I love you. Or I'm going to, you know, I was thinking about you and it's like, sometimes people are taken back by that, especially some of like, you know, some of my guy friends. And I don't even think about it. Cause I just say it. And like, I really mean it. 
like i love you you're awesome o- okay yeah you know yeah I'm, it's the same thing exactly with a hug i'm a hugger about. so it's like hey give me a hug it's all oh, okay you're a hugger it's like <laughs> well, yeah i mean i guess i mean you know there's no i don't need to you know hopefully i don't need to explain to you where it's coming from it's just you know it's just care for a human being it's like it's okay i think when you're younger you don't really understand the true value of time so it's easier to be consumed by the concept of acquiring shit quite literally like yeah. that's that's all you're focused on and as you grow older you realize how much time and energy it actually takes to get some of the things that you thought you wanted and realizing that upon getting them you're not usually happy i can i i really i like having nice things i like having cool stuff but it's just stuff it it's like such a temporary joy so it's really finding passion and and love for the pursuit of of goals that you have and that's one thing i wanted to mention though in, in this it's like if you're going to take a minimalistic approach to to life, I, I think it's important to find um, room for your passion. So it's like if you're passionate about hiking, getting nice hiking boots or, or a, a jacket that's suited for it, like some of those things, but also tying those to goals or, or events that, you know, make sense as opposed to just rushing to get all those things because you're just going to find yourself in that same cycle repeatedly. Yeah. I've noticed more recently I was going through and writing down different hobbies and things I had. And I, I found myself writing down those hobbies and activities almost as the list was like things that I like to do and I want to do, but I don't do them. Right. I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to plan having fun and doing these activities you know, and that's the only way to do it is to set the intention, you know, like hiking. It's like, man, we live in this beautiful part of the country with all of these hiking trails. All it takes is putting it on the calendar and going. Right. Right. It's a very simple thing. You don't have to like, I'm going to start doing that. It's like, just go. I mean, once you go on a hike, guess what? You're a hiker. You don't have to want to be a hiker. Right. Just, and it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to climb a mountain if you don't want to, you know. Um, if you're not there yet, it's just, it's just basic starting point. Just get going. But yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. All these things that I want to do and I'm not doing, and I'm not doing them what I am now because I've, because you're I've recognized conscious of it. it. Yeah. 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 I mean like when's the last time we went and wrote our quads? You know, one of the things, Nick, that one of the sweetest gifts, I was just thinking about this before we started talking about the activities was one of the sweetest gifts you ever gave me was it was a kid when you were a kid you um with little popsicle sticks you had made this like little card holder like a business card holder and then in that holder were all these little cards with these activities that you wanted to do oh yeah i, I get choked that. up when i look at it because there's some things on there that we didn't do and i think of myself as a younger dad like you should have really made sure that you did those things now we did a lot of things and we did a lot of fun things but i think about the little boy writing that stuff down that he wanted to do with his dad. I mean, how sweet is that? You know, I try to, I try to be better at things now that maybe I didn't recognize in the past. You know, it's like career is so career is so important and money and our job and all those things are so important because it gives us a baseline to be able to live life. But as I get older, 
it goes back to this time piece and not just because it's something that you should talk about or something that you hear or you read about because you truly experience it. Like when we have Thanksgiving and you and your sister and, you know, and, and, and Sarah and Erica's parents and everybody gets together. Like I truly enjoy preparing that Turkey for Thanksgiving. Like that's my job is to make the best Turkey for that day is to prepare it the best, to cook it the best to carve it the best, to present it the best. Like I took it, <laughs> I took, I, I, I just think that even though maybe nobody may recognize it as that I'm recognizing as trying to be of the best service to the, to the family. And the best part about that is the togetherness. Like genuinely, it's not like, it's not like the thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's generally just, it's the most, it's the most gratifying, most satisfying piece of the holidays is that connectedness yeah i I absolutely can appreciate that yeah i the the last thing i just wanted to touch on was holidays are are an important time for your family and friends as simple as that sounds it's just that's really what it's about and you got to prioritize them and and being present with them yeah, that's that's really all I wanted to land on. You know, this is this is a good opportunity for people to find ways to put some money in the bank, save save up a little bit, live live a little bit less. I I think to just cut the shit a little bit. Yeah, like live live small in that in that pressure of the consumer world and spending money, and live big in the space of connecting and gratitude and appreciation for your family. I mean, it's a it's a tough time of year for a lot of people. I love celebrating Christmas. I'm a little bit grumpy when it's like, eh, we got to put the lights up. Eh, you put the... But I love it when it's all set up. I love seeing it. It's like, why not celebrate? We're so fortunate to have seasons. Like, what a great part of life and holidays. Like, Thanksgiving? I mean, what a freaking awesome holiday. Food, football, people, family, friends, right? And then you have Christmas. It's all what we make of it. It's not... Oh shit, I haven't done my Christmas shopping yet. Oh my gosh, who am I going to get? What am I going to get this person? What am I going to get that? It's like the mindset. I would love to see it shift and switch. And it's not because of, it's not because of, uh, you know, wanting to be cheap or not spend money. It's just, it's unnecessary. And I think there's families and there's people that actually get that already. I think it's, it's part of that evolution. Yeah. I mean, if you talk to somebody that's that's Christian, it's like you celebrate, you're celebrating one of the greatest, the greatest birth of all time, celebrating Jesus. Like truly for some people, they realize like that's the greatest gift. That event I went to the other night, that's an example going there as Santa Claus. That felt good to me, like to be of service. You know, it's, it's a Sunday night. I could sit on the couch or, you know, get caught up for the week before I start the, before I start another week. But to be able to do that and be asked to do something like that for an event like that, like that feels really good Mm -hmm. to bring happiness, to bring joy, to be a part of like other people's memories. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm honored to be able to volunteer to do certain things like that. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I, I remember driving you in, in your Jeep to, to go (laughs) drop into a house I feel like I've been there for a few of those events. It's awesome. I love that you do that. Yeah, if anyone needs a Santa Claus to show up, I'm I'm available. He he knows he knows the guy personally. Yeah, we're good buddies. It's interesting listening to the kids ask you certain questions. It's, it's <laughs> like either there's a kid that looks at you that's like absolutely mesmerized, like, oh my gosh, like that's a special moment for them. You have a responsibility to do a really good job. 
right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got to come up with, and then there's some kids that just want to challenge you, right? Like, how can you be real? How do you get around the world? You know, they ask you all these questions and you try to come up with these little creative answers. I had someone ask me, it's like, what's your favorite cookie? I was like, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. And then there's those other kids that just like, they're just so either shy or afraid of Santa. They don't even want to go close. Or, you know, some kids that are just, they're they're at that age where it's like, well... I want to go see Santa right now and I want to believe. But it's not but the cool thing. To it's do. not really cool right now. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard some stories. I don't know if it's real. No, but that's awesome that you do that. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if nothing else, the message is just enjoy the holidays, enjoy the time with your family. Don't let money equate to, or putting yourself in debt equate to, you know, quality time or make you, make yourself believe that that is you know the the quality behind this time of year because that's absolutely not it um one thing i wanted to throw out there is like with uh with business the way this kind of relates to that is using this as an opportunity to create strong relationships solidify yourself in your existing position in in the market by um showing support to some of your biggest supporters of of the business in which you work tell them how much they mean to you and how important it is for them to be around for what you do i think that's one of the best ways you can really solidify those relationships and keep people wanting to come back rather than spending some money on marketing or or i i don't know what another example would be in in this instance but yeah, yeah you just, want to talk about networking what a great way to network is to call someone and say hey i really appreciate this about you and the, the partnership we have and you know serving you as a customer or as a as a vendor as a partner whatever it is yeah that means a lot absolutely when you, a, when you get a phone call like that that someone takes the time it's like a text like a text message on a on thanksgiving from somebody that you just wouldn't even expect it's like just to be thought of i mean it's awesome yeah it, exactly and you can you can apply that to so many different things i I've, I've seen time and time again prioritizing people has paid dividends that you know marketing money wouldn't have you know yeah and you do it to you know it's like everything is selfish and to a certain extent right but you do it because you're genuine at heart and you want to tell that person but yeah the the return on that is just is just a deep is just a deep level of understanding and um, appreciation back from the other human no matter what right it's such a great time you want to talk about something yeah super valuable i mean that's great that's great advice I've just I've seen it work repeatedly. I mean mm-hmm. that's that's how we've continued to grow. It's just organic because mm-hmm. we actually talk about caring all the time and putting others before ourselves and setting the frustrations aside. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, someone gave us a bad review because we didn't tell them that we were running behind. And then I went out of my way to make sure that that person understood some of the challenges that we were dealing with in that day. But besides that, it, you know, our main goal is to make all of our customers happy. And we apologize for the fact that we didn't get the opportunity to. So the very next morning, we were the first person, you know, at their door helping them out. Or they were the first person that we were helping that day. And what do you know that that review is gone? They were very happy gave them an even better deal i mean it's it's a small thing like that but it ended up working in the end because we didn't 
look at them as if they were a dollar figure. Not everybody would do that. Right. And it didn't make sense financially by any means. You didn't do anything. We went out of our way. Yeah. It's not even a matter if you did anything wrong or anything else. It's just like, this is the best, this is the best way to address it no matter what. This is a person. Yeah. You can get in the debate and say, don't you know? What makes you, like, yeah, you can get in all that. I mean, what are you going to try to do? Correct everybody's character? You just, the only character we can correct is our own. Right. And And it's the only business. I was wrong. Yeah. And the reality is I had to help them and- we didn't do our, our job the right way the first time, but sure as shit did the second time. Yeah. So I want to close on that note and just say, you know, everyone enjoy the holidays, but don't think that spending money translates to the, you know, quality of life that we're we're pursuing. It, it's all about time spent with people and showing that you value others. So um, if you guys haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you use. Give us a review, five stars, please. Shoot me a message. Tell me you appreciate me. I'll do the same for you. Love you all. Thank you so much. You want to say anything? I want to say peace, love. And you had great advice today on really identifying the extra that you have and you work so hard for it. You deserve to keep it you deserve to keep in your pocket. And I hope that we stayed on track with what your intention of the podcast, the podcast was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we're talking about a main topic and just branching off of it a little bit. It relates in so many ways. That's why it's like, it's a guideline. I mean, we, we're doing our thing here. We're, we're having fun in the conversation along the way. Um, good. One other thing I want to throw out there is my Instagram handle has changed. It's elevated Nick Blake. So follow me on Instagram. I think there's going to be another one coming up soon. We'll talk about that one next week. But otherwise, have a wonderful Christmas, and I love you.